I want to take you through a series on belonging. And so let's first of all begin asking God to help us. Father, would you help us understand what the Spirit is trying to say to the church and prepare us as a people with this message. Amen. All right, the theme of belonging, well, first thing we need to do is understand what it means to belong. And the definition is basically this, to be rightly placed or classified in a specified position or category. To be rightly put in a place you belong uh, means to have a sense of belonging. You know it's where you should be. And that's what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. We need to get along and learn how to belong. It's basically having a secure position. That's when you know you belong. I belong in this place. And Tiffany spoke about this, how we were grafted in. It was God's purpose, predestined plan, that we would be grafted into the vine of Israel and God had a place and a purpose for us where we belong in this age. That's us. And so we want to learn to know how to belong. And I like this uh, quote by Dr. Kenneth Peleltier. He says, A sense of belonging appears to be a basic human need, as basic as food and shelter. In fact, social support may be one of the critical elements distinguishing those who remain healthy from those who become ill. A sense of belonging. If there's anything in our society that is influencing so many people, it's displacement. Isolation. It's funny that with all the uh, social networking and texting and activity we have communicating together, we have isolated ourselves from social contact and artificially tried to have a sense of belonging. We're friends on Facebook. Well, I'm not. You won't see me there. We're friends on Facebook, but you don't belong to each other. The only belonging you have is, is a, uh, a friendship tweet or something. But there needs to be a sense of belonging and social contact. The church cannot be the church through TV. The church cannot be the church through the Internet. It needs to have social contact, connection, and a sense of belonging to a body of people. You must have contact. And God has highlighted to me Hebrews chapter 10, 13, where it continually says, meet together. Don't give up meeting together as some do. But as that day approaches, what is that day? The coming of the Lord. This is an end time verse. If there's ever a time for the people of God to gather, it's now. For as that day approaches, we need to gather together. And we need to have a sense of belonging. And so, to be rightly placed or rightly classified where you belong. And this is where you belong. This is a place that you've come together. I like what Jesus said. Jesus said this, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Jesus classified who He wants to belong to Him. Do you qualify? To be rightly placed. Jesus made it real easy for all of us to be rightly placed. I came for everybody that needs healing, deliverance, salvation. That's me. I belong there. You belong there. 
We all belong there. Jesus did something very important. Jesus put belonging before becoming. Jesus would come to people and have them belong to Him before He fixed them up and healed them and sealed them and and, uh, uh, revealed them. Right? He said, all who are weary and heavy laden. Do you qualify? What are we weary and heavy laden from? The burden of sin. All of you who are weary and heavy laden, you belong to me. Come unto me. Come to me. There's the sense of belonging. He would come to his apostles. He said, come, follow me. Now, he didn't teach him first and say, okay, well, look, at here's the deal. If I do this and this and this, will you join me? He gave them a sense of belonging. He said, follow me. Be with me. Come to me. You need me. So Jesus put belonging before behaving. And we've got it wrong in the church. We say you can't belong till you behave. Right? And people come into the church, they don't feel that they can belong here because they're not good enough. That was never what Jesus put first. He first said, you belong to me. I'll take you. Isn't that good? How many of you remember standing in line when they were picking soccer teams? You weren't adequate enough to be picked first, second, third, fourth. You were last. And it wasn't welcome to our team. It was like, all right, come on. Not with Jesus. Jesus put belonging first. I'm here for you. You belong to me. Come unto me. Come here. And in belonging to Christ, then we begin to change. Then we become what He saw in us to become. And so, that's church. What we want to work on is creating a sense of belonging. When people come in here, the first thing I want them to sense is, you belong. You have a need? This is the place you belong. You sick? This is where you need to belong. Your marriage falling apart? Oh, you belong here. You smell and you're a rotten person? Welcome home. That's the attitude. This is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what He wants to be presented to the people. You need to belong. And I love what He says in this verse of Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto Me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden or burdened, and I will give you rest. That is a verse for belonging. Come to Me. I'll take you. He doesn't uh, inspect you and see that you're failed. He already knows we all have failed miserably. <laughs> So this is the most belonging place on earth. The church is a place that is a building where every human being belongs. Are you getting this? They belong here. And when we begin putting restrictions on who can enter in and restrictions on whether you can play a part of us or not, we have failed the gospel. Everyone belongs here. But they're sinners. Yeah, now you're getting it. (laughs) What we have to offer is a remedy for what everyone needs. So we cannot exclude people. We have got to do everything we can to present a belonging attitude in Christ. Now look at what he says. Take my yoke upon you. This is amazing. He doesn't just say, come on with me, sit in the back of the bus. 
He says, come next to me, and I'm going to be yoked with you. Come here. But Jesus, they're sinners. They're unclean. They're filthy. Don't you know that that's a prostitute washing your feet? Do you remember that in the house of Simon the Pharisee? She shouldn't be in this place. Jesus said, you belong here. And he said, I belong to her. He says, I will yoke myself with you. Now, does that make you feel like you belong? Have you ever been uh, met by someone who just makes you feel part of their life? Come on in. How you doing? It's not a stiff hand arm shake. You know, the kind that says, uh, don't invade any further past this. It's like the, like the move in a football, stiff arming. Hello. Take my yoke upon you. In other words, I'm going to be yoked with you. And he says this, For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This is going to be an essential key for us to understand belonging. Gentle and humility. Gentleness. Gentleness. We've got to learn, because it's been eked out of our society, how to become gentlemen and gentlewomen where we esteem others more highly than ourselves. That's a whole other sermon. We'll get to that soon. But Jesus said, I am gentle and I am humble. And so you can belong to me. And so we rest where we feel welcome, do we not? How can you find rest in Jesus when he says, I'm gentle, I'm humble, I'm yoked to you, and here's where you're going to find your rest. I accept you. Come here. And I have what you need. That is where you feel welcome. I'm gentle and humble. These are key words to belonging. I want to belong to someone like that. I want to be loved. I want to be nurtured. And that's what the Lord says. Let me share with you a few verses about the first key of belonging. And that is, I belong to God. Say it with me. I belong to God. That is a nice statement. How many of you belong to God? Okay, shouldn't that mean that we should belong to each other then? I belong to God. And that's what I want people to belong to. As they come in, I want them to begin to belong to God. And in essence, we all belong to God. In Genesis 2-7, we were all created in His image. Then we walked away from Him. But He sent Jesus to get us back so that we'd belong back to Him. And some of these verses are what He's declaring. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. That means I've purchased you. I have called you by name. You're mine. You're mine. When people walk into this church, I want them to sense that God is saying to them, come here, I am purchasing you. You belong to me. And if you belong to God, I need to treat you better. That's me saying to you. And you saying to your neighbor. Right? Look at at your neighbor, just real quick. See, see what they look like. Okay. The person you're sitting next to belongs to God. They belong to God. Do you understand this? God doesn't disown them. God says, I'll never leave and forsake them. They might be in a mess right now, but they belong to God. God's not ashamed of them. Should we be ashamed of them? Huh? But I don't like their hairstyle. They've got rings in places there shouldn't be rings. God loves them. They belong to God. Who are you to say anything against someone God loves? 
If God be for them, why should we be against them? And see, what have we established in this church? We've eliminated the sense of belonging to God. He wants everybody here. Will you take everybody here? Will you accept everyone? Will you give your chair up for them? I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. He goes on, he says, you, through Peter, he says, you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, get this, a people belonging to God. Now, if you belong to God, you have just been elevated to a chosen people. God chose you. You didn't choose him. Choose him. You figure it out. You've become royalty because now you belong to a king. You've become holy because you belong to God. You belong so much to God, He put Himself in you. And He sealed you. Isn't that something? He put a stamp on you. This is mine. And then He hooked up an IV to you that love keeps pouring into you. According to the book of Romans, the love of God is poured into our heart. So God never separates from you. He's loving you, loving you, loving you. Christians can be all messed up on the outside, but that doesn't change God's love for them. And everyone belongs here. Everyone out there belongs here. Say that with me. Everyone out there belongs here. we got a problem. Look at We've got a problem. The, the, some folks out there aren't, don't feel they belong here. We've got to get a message to all those people. We have got a problem. Look around. Do you see the problem? People on the tape, they don't know what I'm pointing at. Empty seats. We have empty seats. I'm not trying to build a bigger church. I'm trying to get everybody out there to belong to God. That's His heart. Now, they don't have to be in here to belong to God. We understand that. But this is just an illustration. And so He says, you belong to Me. You belong to Me. God spent a lot. Peter goes on to say, silver and gold you were not purchased with. You were purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. God spent a lot so that everybody would belong to Him. And He's saying, hey, everybody out there, He used the example of a wedding feast. He said, would you please go invite everybody because everybody belongs. And so this spirit of belonging, He says, you do not belong to yourself. You were bought with a price. So honor God in your body. You belong to God. I belong to God. That's an awesome, awesome statement. And so everybody out there belongs in here. Everybody that is a sinner, that is weary and heavy laden, belongs to Jesus. He paid the price for everybody, the admission to everyone. They all belong. We've got to get out there and tell them you belong. And so we've got to begin shifting and changing our sense of what we're doing here in the church. We have got to create such a belonging atmosphere. You belong to God. You belong to God. That means, hey, we're brothers and sisters. You belong to God. I want to honor you. You belong to God. I'm going to honor you. You belong to God. Do you see the sense of what is changing? Because so often in the church, it's like, I'm better than you are. I've been studying longer, and I know more of the Bible than you do. I kind of see the way you treat your family. It's not that great. Right? We, we, we turn this thing around. Now, whether you admit it or not, I know what goes on in here. Come on. We have to because we feel so insecure of our own belonging. We have to make sure people are less than us. I'm speaking truth now, and you know that. That's why it gets real quiet. 
So, all of this to say, I belong to God. And we want people out there to know that God wants them to belong to Him. Let me tell you a little story about this. The value of belonging. This guy went to Paris on a business trip. And, uh, you know, he always likes to buy his wife something. And she said, you're going to Paris. This is beautiful. They have great jewelry there. And he's thinking, jewelry in Paris? Are you crazy? Okay, yeah, honey. So he's looking around, and he sees all these amazing jewelry shops, and he's thinking, I can't afford any of this. So he decides to go where he feels wisdom dictates. So he goes to the pawn shop, and at the pawn shop, he's looking at their jewelry, and he sees this necklace, and he's looking around, and he says, that's not bad. He wants, the guy said he, he wants 60 bucks, and he goes, oh, 60 bucks. Hey, yeah, that's for my wife. Would you take 50 he works it out. He gets it down to 50. So he buys this jewelry for his wife, 50 bucks. He brings it home. Honey, look at You've got jewelry from France, Paris. Ooh, it's pretty. It's nice. What'd that cost you? That doesn't matter, honey. What matters is that I got you this beautiful necklace and uh, I spent money on you. And so she goes, it's lovely. And so she wears it. Other people say, that is so unusual. It's such a unique necklace it's so cool and and they, they get really curious about this thing and they say you know what let's have this thing appraised all right so he takes it into the jewelry store and the man appraises it and says i'll give you twenty five thousand dollars for that and he says yeah let's do. and the wife says you bought this for me what did you spend for me i said well it's worth twenty five thousand what do you think i spent and so they go, this is crazy, 25, he's thinking in his mind. So he takes it to another appraiser to find out what's going on with this thing. How did it come to that? And the guy looks at it and magnifies it and looks at it. He says, I'll give you 35000 for this thing. He goes, what's going on? Why does everybody want to give me so much money for it? And the guy says, well, look here. He magnifies it and he says, do you see this little etching at the bottom of it? It says, to Josephine from Napoleon. You see, it wasn't the necklace that was valuable. It was who it belonged to. Right? That's the key. You belong to God. I belong to God. The first sense of belonging is who you belong to. The place you are fitted into. That position of belonging is to know I'm secure where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be with God. And everyone that walks into this building, we want them to know how precious you are because Jesus paid a high price for you. And would you come and belong to him and find your place of belonging? That's what I want to share with you over these next couple of weeks. You belong here. I want everyone to have that sense of I belong to God and I belong here. And I'm going to do my best to make everyone that comes through these doors sense and know that they belong here with me. Could you begin to invite some friends? Maybe they don't know they belong someplace. There might be some people who'd have no idea that they could belong to God. That they could belong to a community of people who will care for them, not judge them, pray for them, and give them a sense of belonging that they've been longing for. They may have been hurt by other churches, offended by other situations. 
But what we want in this place is a sense of belonging. No matter what mess you've been through, no matter what has happened, Jesus says, come to me. You belong to me. And that's our message. I belong to God. I belong here. Amen?